Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox. I am so honored you are here becoming the conscious mama you were born to be. Today we have episode two of Roseanne and I's honest and open and real conversation about what it takes to really go inwards and start becoming that conscious mama you were born to be. If you weren't ready, you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast. I know sometimes it seems really scary and undoable, but I have all the faith that you just showing up here listening to this podcast, you are taking the right steps forward. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. What do you say? Because we both know that you create your reality, right? And so when you wake up to that realization and you are trying to empower people, when you keep telling yourself you're infertile, when you keep telling yourself you're broken, when you're in that victim mode, you're creating your reality. Um, how do we switch that to, you know, empower women of like, hey, it's not a blame game. We're not blaming you. You, we, we unknowingly did the same shit. <laughs> we got the t-shirt. We, we, right. we get it. But here, here's the knowledge we gain from that. And we want to hand it to you so your journey isn't as long, expensive, and heartbreaking as ours. Right. And I agree with you. If I listened to this at the beginning of my journey, I would have been like, those bitches are stupid. Like, <laughs> I didn't create my infertility. I didn't do that. It's not my fault, right? Yeah, nobody wants to hear it. But here's the thing. I mean, to answer your question, it starts with some fucking compassion. Yeah. The only person that feels victimized is a person willing to be a victim. And, and when you give yourself some compassion, what I mean by that is drop the judgment. First of all, stop judging yourself for being on this journey. You are completely making it up that is punishment. Mm -hmm. You are also completely making it up that it's a bad thing. Here's the thing. And I think this is true for you too. I'll speak for myself right now. You can be like, but this journey gave me my life back. Uh, yeah. Uh, more, I, more. Yeah, it, it, this journey created a life that I only dreamed of having. And that's no exaggeration. Um, my son asking me to wait, because I also come from that perspective, that my son he was not looking for his mom to be perfect, but what he needed was the best of me, not mm -hmm. perfection. He needed the best of me because if I was the mom 
that I would have been like when I first was calling him in, if he had come, it really breaks my heart to think of the woman I was back then. Yeah. I would not have been the mother he needs and I would not have been the mother I could honestly be proud of Mm -hmm. because my priorities were fucked. Yep. I had no, I had zero connection to my femininity. I didn't even know what the hell that was. (laughs) Um, I was trying to get pregnant like a man. I do a podcast episode on that. I would have stifled his creativity my son is an old soul. Like yeah. I just freaking love this boy. Like one of the kindest, most hilarious all boy. He's like a hundred percent boy, like total Tonka trucks and everything. I would have crushed that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I shudder to think at the garbage, the ancestral trauma, the 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 patterns that I would have passed on had I not done the work. Yep. And it's like, when you think about being a mom, and I think you, I mean, you know this, I mean, like when we, now that we see it from the perspective that we have, it's like, holy shit, thank God he made me wait. Thank Gus, he made me wait because the mom, and again, we're, I can speak for myself. I am not a perfect mother, like not even close, but I at least am in a place where I give him space to be who he is. And I would have put all of my perfectionism on him. I would have put all of my stories. I mean, at least now I'm fucking aware of it. And I can make a conscious choice. And I'm also woman enough to go to him and say, sweetheart, you know what? I didn't get that right. Mm -hmm. Let's do something different. I would have never done that. Yeah before. And so it, it really, um, it did change my life. I mean, I would have never imagined writing the books that I write, having the podcast that I have living the way that I live on my terms, completely redefining the way that I look at myself. Like if this journey hadn't come up, it was a massive slap in the face, but one that I really needed. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree 100% with that. I would have been easily divorced uh, if I got pregnant when I wanted to get pregnant. I would have carried on so much bullshit that, you know, needed to stop with me. Um, Definitely not perfect. Definitely not perfect, but conscious, like you say, and you get to make these decisions now from a better place. And absolutely, you get to raise these um, human beings that are here having this experience with you because their world is going to live look completely different to ours yeah. and I definitely agree like I I believe spirit babies are looking down going get your shit together I ain't coming until you like at least you know like 50% mom I need <laughs> and I also health wise right oh. like you know my background is definitely more physical Um, And so it's great that I can kind of connect these things for people is that when you are high stress, there's never going to be a study on this because it's unethical to put a pregnant woman through stress levels that pregnant women go through every single day. And that crazy amount of cortisol affects your baby's brain. It affects Mm -hmm. their development. And I've just got the whole goosebumps. So spirit says I'm, I'm right. (laughs) Um, I mean, we see this, we see this, Monica. I mean, 
talk about it. I mean, if the women listening, just take a second and do this right now, feel intensely stressed. Yeah. You know, like think about your posture, think about your outlook on life. Like if you say to yourself, I'm never going to have this baby and you hold that thought for a second and you're like, Ooh, how sexy do I feel? Right. If, if you're, if you're trying to conceive naturally, how sexy and open and receptive do you feel? No, you feel constricted and like hapless. Like there's no, it's so basic that I think sometimes people reject this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You just reject it because we want things to be complicated because if we complicate it, we must have earned it. And exactly. that goes back to the worthiness thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What are your like kind of first go-tos when you accept, okay, it's my own bullshit. I get to deal with it. <laughs> no matter where it came from, I'm going to start taking responsibility because at the end of the day, I am the only one who can do it what would be your advice now? What would be like one of the first steps for a woman to take? So if we look at three things, so first, get clear about what you want, like really clear, okay? Because the the whole truth is, is not just a baby, okay? Because if you stop at baby, you're missing most of it, okay? So what do you actually want in your life? What do you want for this you know, when it comes to your fertility, get really clear and unapologetic about it. What do you fucking want? Okay. Do you want to conceive this baby naturally? Are you open to IVF? Are you open to donor eggs? And of course, these things can change over time. You have to allow that. But what do you want? Because you cannot get what you want if you don't know what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds super basic, but get clear. Because the other thing about that is you can't ask for it if you don't know what it is, mm -hmm. right? You have to do that. So number one, what do you want? Number two, make it okay to have that. Because so many women have these double binding messages that, okay, I, you know, I want to get pregnant naturally, or I want to, you know, I'm open to IVF or whatever modality, but then they make themselves wrong for investing in that. Mm -hmm. taking the time off of work to do that, asking their partner for the support if they happen to be partnered to go through all of that. You have to make it okay to want those things because there are going to be certain adjustments that you're going to have to make in your life in order to have those things, right? Know what you want, make it okay to have it, okay? And then the third thing, and this is such a critical thing, Forgive yourself for being on this journey. Mm -hmm. Forgive it. Forgive it. Make it okay to be on this journey. Make it okay to ask for help. Make it okay to have this come into your life and be open to what it might be trying to show you. Yeah. It's massive. Instead of saying, oh, I'm struggling with my fertility. What is it that I can learn? What is this showing me, right? Because the, the first thing we think if we're struggling in this area is I'm broken, there's something wrong with me. Oh, the doctors must be right. I'm old or gee, I missed the boat. You know, and a lot of the women that I serve, you know, it's like we're, we're waiting later in life because we, you know, we're pursuing these professions, all this stuff that, hey, it's okay for me to be on this journey. This is simply a journey. It's not a life sentence. It's not 
uh, an indictment of who we are and the choices that we've made. It's simply a reality. Mm -hmm. And when you get your mind on board, it's probably a temporary reality <laughs> that you're that you're only going to be experiencing for a short period of time. But you know, short is relative, right? Any day that we don't we're not with our babies can seem like a lifetime. But you get the point. Yeah, absolutely. So I would look in those three areas. Yeah, really great areas to start. And I know you would agree with this. And I say to my older clients, um, or older, I've like 33 year olds that think they're super old. I'm like, look, when I was 37, when I had my second, I did not for one second think about my age when I was holding that baby. It was absolutely irrelevant. So if you can really shift that story around age and just, you know, even if you just say, hey, I'm going to be like, you take two years from your age now, what an amazing 37-year-old mom I'm going to be. What an amazing 42-year-old mom I'm going to be, right? And just be like super excited about it and embrace it instead of be like, oh my God, I'm going to be 42. You're going to be 42 no matter what you're fucking age. You know, like no matter what's happening, time is going to pass. Don't you want yeah. it to be amazing? Well, it's basically, Monica, not buying into the narrative. I actually yeah. don't think age is as relevant as we make it. No, it's not. And and when you make, and you know, it's one piece of information in a constellation of bits of information that come together to bring this baby is but one. And I think that we've been sold a line of goods that you're old and if you don't hurry up and do this quickly, it's over for you. Who benefits from that? Yeah. You have to ask that question. Like, you know, I haven't done the research, but it is something that's on my radar is who funded all these studies? Who funded all these studies? And what do they stand to gain, Monica? Yep. Nobody's, I mean, what reason would anyone have to go and look at women in their 40s who get pregnant naturally? Yeah. What reason would they have? They just sort of pass in and out of the system and go on with the rest of their lives. Nobody's asking them questions. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, like I'm totally in a conspiracy camp with that one, but. Um... Oh, it's, it's only a conspiracy for six months and then the yeah. reality comes out and then we're. Yeah. Well, and I think there's such a backlash to holistic and functional practices because if women actually started using them, they wouldn't need the clinics in the first place, or there would be very few recurring clients coming back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh no, Monica, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, right? so, and here's the thing, two things can be true at the same time, right? Yep. Uh, there could be motivations for that. And then there's also women who legitimately need that support. Yes. And I think what we're talking about is saying, think, think critically about what you're being told. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's like, I remember my husband saying something a long time ago, which is like, who would you rather go to war with? And not like we're like warmongers, but who would you rather go to war with? Somebody that has walked the streets of that place or someone who just read about it in a book? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to the person that knows where all the good coffee spots are, where to, where to get a great sandwich. You know, 
I want to talk to and listen to women who have lived this fucking journey, not people who are just looking at it from a statistical standpoint. I want to know the real warriors. I want to know what it's like to change your mindset, what it feels like in your body, how it shows up in your relationships, how you parent, how all of this, all this stuff. I mean, think about who we are naturally as women. You and I were talking about this in the beginning. Think about the feminine and how we naturally come together and gather. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more fierce than a mama bear. Nope. And when you have mama bears coming together in sincere love, commitment, and community to say, hey, sister, there's another way, it's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of power in a woman's knowledge. And I think that scares some people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. but I, I think it's powerful. And I, I feel like once you start changing, you are that ripple, right? It's not only you and your child going to benefit from it. It's your family. It's your friends. It's your extended community. Even if you never decide to get on a podcast and talk about it or share your story on social media, the people within your inner circle or around you are going to see this change and be inspired, even if it just makes them think or like maybe make some different choices, right? And that is the ripple that we're looking for is that we know we know that we need huge change in so many different areas and if i know that when i started considering being a coach for fertility my heart kind of broke because my 20 years before i've been doing early education i always thought i would work with children i was like you're going to impact so many children by raising conscious mamas Mm, yeah or you know not raising, but like, (laughs) um, you know, just building that. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at it this way that, you know, we show our gratitude by showing the way. And what's unique about that is the way is not my way. Mm -hmm. It's helping you find yours. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because there, there's this, I mean, and that's another thing that I think happens is we, you know, women will get on message boards. They'll get on these unmoderated groups where it's fear, 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 and panic, panic, panic. And there's nobody saying, Hey, what will us slow down? Well, so down. Is that actually true? And yeah. so what that so-and-so supplemented with this, because that's her unique body. That's her unique set of circumstances. I think a, a more empowered question is what's right for me. Yeah. And taking absolutely. that competitive thing out of it and showing up open to what your process is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely, I know that I was stuck in that for many years. Um, like you said, getting the chickens that you had to boil and like, you know, taking these medications and all that of like what worked for other people. And I still get it in my comment section. Oh, just take this, this, and this cured my my issues. And I'm like, let's just slow down there right? And it's once again, giving away our power. Mm. We are taught to seek for answers outside of ourselves. And if we just go inwards, you're like you said, I totally resonate with you when you said your soul was like, absolutely fucking not to donorate. 
when they told me in my first failed IVF that I had low A quality, there was nothing I can do. My soul was like, that's fucking bullshit. We don't know how, when, where, what, but yeah. it is possible, right? Because huh. as you, like I no knowledge, no health and wellness, no mindset. I grew up a Catholic. I had, I had already left the church, but I had no spirituality, no connection, no, I knew what intuition was and I had a strong one, but I didn't fucking listen. <laughs> right. Like... Oh yeah. No, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's, we have that in common too. I, I call myself very lovingly a recovering Catholic. I, and now it's, you know, now so much of what I do is influenced by that spiritual connection that, mm -hmm. I mean, I tell women, look, you may not believe me right away, uh, but Gus is talking to you all the time. Yeah. And when yeah. you listen, you don't have to be afraid. Yes, absolutely. Like, just don't like it. It's, you know, when a woman decides that, cause I do come from the perspective that you can make a decision to be successful. Mm -hmm. And that's what I teach women to do. Is like, how do you get into that headspace? Because it is a choice. Now, everyone's path is going to look a little different, right? It's not a recipe. But when you build up that resilience, you can get to a place where you're making the kind of quality decisions that are going to make your success inevitable. Huh. Like truly. I mean, it's, and one thing I always tell women is like, I was doing the exact opposite of what the experts were telling me to do when we conceived our son. Yep. And I'm like, my, my son is like strong, like a bull, you know, he's, you know, he is just, his health is amazing. He's amazing. He's a very old soul, as I had mentioned, but it's magical. Like, don't tell me my eggs are shit. You don't yeah. know anything about me. Yep. Um, and you have no idea what's in my heart. Yeah. So, I mean, I love what we're talking about here, Monica. I mean, I think uh, we had set the intention of having a dangerous conversation, <laughs> like dangerous in a good way. And yeah. I think, you know, it's, I, I think when women empower themselves at some level, they do become a little dangerous, but in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, I kind of have accepted the fact that I will just trigger people and that's a good thing. And in a way of like, you might not resonate with it and you might think it's bullshit, but I made you think, I made you think outside of the box and you can do that with w whatever you want. Right. right. But in, in the beginning of my coaching, I wanted to be everyone's friend. Of course. Like I, I like, I want to just <laughs> nurture everyone like the mama nest, right? Like come in, you know, I don't have all the answers, but I have enough information for everyone to take what they need. And I realized that I wasn't talking to people who wanted to talk to me. Mm. That goes back to that principle of go where you're wanted, not where you're needed. Yeah. Yeah. Just go, because here's the thing. I mean, there's getting the negative shit is cheap and easy. Mm-hmm. But when you can find somebody that has created the success you desire, listen the fuck up, right? Don't go yeah. to somebody like, you know, and this applies to so many different aspects of our lives. Don't go to someone who's broke and ask them how to make money, right? Yeah. They're not going to have anything for you. Don't go to somebody and ask them about discipline when in their lives, they have no fucking discipline. 
right? Mm -hmm. You find people you resonate with that have created the success you desire and you listen. Yeah. You do what they tell you to do. You start thinking and, you know, because this success on this journey, so I'm going to say something real dangerous. Success on this journey is simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. And when a woman learns to harness that part of her, she becomes unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Truly. Yeah, I definitely agree. And um, I think that the women who um, get there in their own time, whenever you show up and you resonate with this message, it's more so about you than the baby. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Where when you're just focused on the baby, it's you're you're just scattered, right? Where you're like, okay, fuck, I know the baby will come. Like I have a client who's been told that she has um, a less than 1% chance of ever getting pregnant. That's what the doctors told her. She got pregnant naturally. She did have a miscarriage, but she's come to me because she's just like, I know I can fucking do it. I just need the right support. <laughs> right? Like I don't have the yeah. knowledge that you have. So help me figure out my gut health, my mindset. And, you know, we're digging into like where the traumatic issues are with weight and like, you know, different things. Right. But I'm like that, that is the type of woman who's like, fuck you. I don't care if I have 1%. I got pregnant when you said I couldn't just imagine if I started doing the things I needed to do what I can do. Right. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of critical thinking there is like, well, how do they know it's one percent? Yeah. <laughs> How do they know it's not twelve? <laughs> right? You know, I mean, it's all it's it's look, it's all made up. It's literally all made up, right? You can you can manipulate any statistic to say whatever the the hell you wanted to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we're coming out of a, a couple years of that. <laughs> a couple years of that, Monica. Couple years of manipulation, yep. and people better be asking some questions right? Mm -hmm. Smart people are asking questions and it's the same when it comes to your fertility. It's the most precious thing that you have is your discernment. Yes. And I think when women feel empowered, their discernment goes up mm -hmm. and they can, they can hear the voice of their intuition and their spirit, um, everywhere and they don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure we can sit here for hours discussing this yes. stuff, but let our listeners know where they can find you. Yeah. Well, ladies, you can find me all over the internet, just like Monica. Uh, I'm at www.frommaybetobaby.com, Roseanne Austin. I'm also very active on Instagram, uh, dropping bombs there all the time. So you can check me out there or the Fearlessly Fertile podcast. So Thanks so much for having me, Monica. This has been a great conversation and I'm so glad we met. Yeah, me too. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.